This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a whole lot going on. There's a whole lot to get to. This hour, it's going to be uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. Got a lot of names. He's the guy that owned that store where Hunter Biden himself went and dropped the laptop off. I don't know if everybody knew that it was actually Hunter Biden himself who did it. But he's the guy. And we have. he's got a new book out. And it talks about this experience, which is nuts. And uh, we get into some of the details, some of the stuff that, that he told me I didn't know. And um, one of them is including three laptops is what he brought there. Not what he dropped off, but what it's what he brought there. And it was, in fact, Hunter Biden. And yes, they interacted after he dropped the laptop off, and then he just never came back. It's, it's a sordid story where everything he says rings true, and then it also tells me that the FBI did not want to have possession of it. It's almost like they wanted some sort of plausible deniability. It's very strange how the FBI treated this guy and his father. So that for you as well. We've got that going on, plus Dr. Jesse Lopez next hour. Next hour, make sure you stick around because Fauci is pushing you to go get the jab again. They just they just they they have no respect whatsoever for common sense. They have no respect for the law of the world which is informed consent, and they keep on doing it. Well, that for you next hour as well on a Friday. Give me some strings. Okay. Horn section, come on. That was me. Carrie, you have protein too? Yes, she did. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Come on, Bob. Friday. Uh Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. You know, I think it should be a free speech Friday. Come on. Ah, freedom. Come on. Say what? Bring it down. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? I'm all right. You are all right. That's Polo making it happen. Sam into his house. All right. I am talk boy Joe Peggs. I don't know why, Carrie. I, I I say stuff like that, like boy. I'll say okay. I guess I'm I guess I'm garbage boy today. Uh, okay, I'm talk boy. You know, I've always just been sarcastic and said that <laughs> little stupid thing. Yeah. Quick story. You ready? A little short, little oh, story yeah. time. Yeah, love story time. When we moved to Michigan, we were poor. We were po. We did not could not afford the O and the R. We were po. Got it. Okay, had no money, had nothing. So what I was doing was I was painting barns during the day with my father in law, 
and uh, not making a ton, but, but it was hard work and you got paid a you know good day's wage. And then I would um, host karaoke shows in Michigan at night for fifty dollars a night. You had to carry all this equipment with you. I only had like a Camaro, so and and you know it was not good in the snow. I drove off the road plenty of times. And um, and then I would also I would like anchor overnight news on the TV station. I'm doing three jobs, four jobs, whatever it took mm. to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing karaoke. I'm getting better at it, right? Yeah. And I'm not singing karaoke. I'm hosting karaoke. Oh, People would come up drunk, right. smelling like they were drunk, smelling like they threw up, smelling like smoke. Just these smoke filled rooms for fifty dollars a night. You would do it for like three hours. The setup took an hour or two. The the, the teardown was an hour or two. I'm getting two hours of sleep a night going back at Peyton Barnes. Dude. And I'm not I'm not kidding. I'm I'm just doing it, right? It's harsh. Yeah. Like I was walking around to sleep half the time. So I started because I'm sarcastic and smart assed. They, hey, glad to have you here. I'm karaoke boy. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so I think, I think I'm being funny and I'm being cute and whatever else. So I swear, we did the Moose Lodge in Saginaw, Michigan. And I don't know how I got it. And I think that was, that was such a big deal. I got $75 for that Ooh, night. Are you kidding me? Whoa. Oh, yeah. We're not even playing. Oh, that's big time. So I pull up and on the marquee, what does it say? Karaoke boy. <laughs> karaoke boy tonight. <laughs> like, come on. I'm now that? actually karaoke boy? Really? <laughs> so, I mean, so I'm there hosting, and I'm like, I guess I'm karaoke boy. I don't know. I just said it as a smartass, and, like, the owner of the karaoke company had <laughs> okay, heard me say it elsewhere, okay. and I was suddenly karaoke boy. Sam, did you know that I was karaoke boy at one point? I do now. Well, there you go. See? A little story time for you, and the people love the story time. Now, I had a really good time with but the hardest thing for me, and again... I know in your heart of hearts, you don't think I'm a very good singer. I really don't care. I'll be honest with you. I think it's cute that that you never really ever give me any props and you think that I suck. Uh, that's not true. That is it's not totally true. true. 100%. It, I've got all the video. True. I've got all the audio. I've got the proof. So but that's okay. But you know that musically, it bothers me when somebody can't sing in tune. Mm, yes. Now, again, my tone of voice might not be your favorite. This I'm not denigrating you. You don't have to, to love what I do. A lot of people think I sing okay, and I feel good about how I sing. But can you imagine what it sounds like for three, four straight hours hearing drunk people on a microphone? No. Singing freaking I wrote, I, I I wrote the songs by Barry Manilow. And I can't believe you only got 50 to 75 bucks for doing that. Oh, 75 was no a special occasion. It was 50. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was like, I mean, really with all the bad. setup and breakdown, it was about $9 an hour. No. Mm-mm. That's crazy. And just gross, just nasty. And then, and then, of course, you had the bar fight. Oh, yeah. Throw that in there. You get, get the bar fight, too. And I'm like, okay, I got to protect the, the equipment. I got to protect myself. I have to be at work in three hours. You know, the whole thing oh, was crazy. But, but the worst, the, the most grating thing on my brain was people. There was one guy. I hope he's listening. Who sure could not have sucked any worse. <laughs> we would put on I Write the Songs. Yeah, every time, every time I Write the Songs song. yeah, by I Barry Manilow, right? I love that one. Yeah. He would go, I Write the Songs. And, and I just, I mean, at that point, I was like, But that's the why? thing. You get a couple of drinks why? in you, and you think, hey, I can sing like Barry Manilow. Or what Mariah I just Carey. did was not an exaggeration. <laughs> that's pretty bad. And people would clap. Uh, of course they would, because they're drunk, too. The moral of the story, people, mm-hmm. do not clap when they suck. Don't drink <laughs> and sing. I have no I idea. <laughs> but I was karaoke boy, so I say I'm, I'm talk boy or TV boy or whatever. And I think actually at one point... On one of my cars in Michigan, because I was on television full time at that point, um, I had TV Boy or TV Dude oh, was my license plate. Sam, do you remember what, which one it was? Was it TV Dude? I don't remember any of these nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I think it was the first actual Corvette I got. 
And TV dude. I think I put TV dude on it. Oh, I can I'm totally pretty sure my see license that. plate was TV dude. I can see that. And I got pulled over once because I had the license plate. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. You're, oh. Police officer pulled me. I just wanted to see who it was. Oh, well, there you go. Did he, recognize, did he recognize you? He did not, but oh. but he ended up, I told him where, where I worked and whatever else. I think I probably had makeup on. I was on the way home or something. So uh, at that point, yeah. So TV dude, karaoke boy. I, I just, I find it silly and funny. It's an inside joke, but it cracked me up beyond anything that was on the freaking marquee that <laughs> karaoke, karaoke boy. boy was going to host the show tonight. Like, All right, yes. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're not going to get any calls on that or on the fact that Carrie hates how I sing. I didn't do any say of that. that. What? I didn't say that. I what sometimes do you mean? I don't like the parodies. That's all. I've never said I do not like your singing. Have I? I've never said that. Well, every Thursday. Let's sing some well, harmony. Ooh. When you, you shouldn't sing the harmony. No, you shouldn't. When do you that. try to sing yeah. Bon Jovi or something like that, then you know, you know, don't do that. I haven't, listen, um, I haven't done a parody in a long time. Bon Jovi is right right there in my wheelhouse today. No, 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 no. No. Don't 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 do that. Mm-mm. It's a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> I might, I might have to do it tonight, just, just no. because of this conversation. No. All right. Curious well, we'll talk boy. about, we'll talk about nuclear boy soon, uh, because that, that thing has stepped up to another level. Yeah. I think we'll talk about nuclear boy a, at some point, and I think okay. that's necessary. Um, but I want to go Twitter, and again, Karen, let me ask you this, and, and I really want your, your honest opinion as I always do. Even when you don't like my singing. <laughs> Not true. But I know ahead. that you don't think you don't like Twitter and you don't nope. spend much time on there. Very, very rarely do. But do you agree with me, the impact of Twitter on the news cycle, especially the 24-hour news cycle? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. These people have that. We used to work. We used to have assignment editors at the TV stations that would to give us our, our assignments. We'd go out there and we'd work the streets. They don't do that anymore. These 24-hour news, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. They literally watch Twitter to see what's trending and start reporting on it Uh, all day. That is exactly how it works now, which I don't like. I think it's kind of sad, but yeah, it's how it is now. It's not how you learned. It's not how I Mm -hmm. learned, but it is the the day and age in 2022. This is what they do. So Twitter, therefore, gets a certain amount of power that it shouldn't have. And it has the power, even though most people don't go on Twitter, it still has the power because most people do consume news in some form or fashion. That news is, in fact, swayed or pushed or or reliant on what Twitter's saying. They had the second Twitter dump last night. The first one showed that they absolutely squelched the Hunter Biden laptop story to sway an election. They absolutely, more, more times than not, were on the Democrat side than the Republican side. They absolutely were responding to the Biden campaign and taking down tweets and a full wholesale accounts were being taken down because Biden asked them to when the Trump administration, he was in, actually in office, would contact Twitter. They would not take the action. The dump last night showed that blacklists are real on Twitter and were used, that ghost bans, shadow bans um, do not a- amplify classifications were all being used by Twitter. And some names came out. One of them was a prominent doctor whose name I can't pronounce. It's a long name. Um, But one of them was a prominent doctor who was just telling the truth about COVID-19 and about the jabs. He was absolutely blacklisted on Twitter. He could not trend. Nobody could see his tweets. He could tweet all day, and he was, but nobody could see them. Other names that came out are Dan Bongino, 
was blacklisted. Millions of followers on Twitter was blacklisted, deboosted, could not amplify, could not trend. Charlie Kirk, both of those guys are friends of mine, and they've been on this show many times. Charlie Kirk, the founder of Turning Point USA, also completely and absolutely blacklisted. At one point, and I texted with Charlie last night, at one point, Charlie Kirk was getting 125,000 retweets a day. 125,000 to nearly none. Once they, all they did was put a different classification on his account, that was it. He was done. Now, they're going to release the blacklist or something or let people know if they were ghost banned or shadow banned and why. And, and Musk continues to say he's going to keep on going with his transparency. But none of this is a surprise to me. None of this is a surprise to those of you who have been listening to me for a while. But I do want to say this. Those of you who got mad at me for talking about social media as much as I was for the past, Carrie, how long have I been doing it? Five years? Yes. We've, we've heard and I, I, people, people get annoyed by it. I'm here to tell you this shows that I was right. And what does that mean that I was right? Well, first of all, it does feel good to be vindicated. But secondly, and more importantly, what I was saying and what I was tweeting and what I was informing people about who chose to follow me on Twitter was true. And Twitter didn't let people see it. And in fact, it, it took me 10 years to get, I think, 50,000 followers on Twitter, which is nuts on a radio show this size because people listening, a lot of them are on Twitter. They tried to follow. People have contacted me. that listen, I was unfollowed from your account. I didn't do it. That was happening nonstop. Suddenly now that Musk has taken over, and I was just under 100,000 recently, I'm at 145,000 now. And that's the way it should be. If people decide they want to see what I have to say or want to interact or communicate with me, they should be able to on Twitter. But there was a star chamber gathered... And they alleged that, the, that Jack Dorsey didn't know. I don't believe that. But a star chamber gathered squelching people like Bongino and like Charlie Kirk and like Donald Trump and like that doctor I mentioned, like Dr. McCullough, like Dr. Malone and, and down the list and people like me. We were all squelched, thrown into the corner, and nobody could see what we did. And now that it's all coming out, hopefully it will be rectified. Now, is there a recourse? People keep saying, well, is there a recourse? Well, I think there is because we have public statements from the former safety and security chief saying we do not ghost ban. We have Jack Dorsey saying we do not ghost ban. Unless they were playing games with the terms, they were lying. And if they lie like that, maybe the protections of 230 go away. Maybe there's a class action suit to be said or to be done. And by the way, those of you who are wondering, Laura Lunar, uh, Loomer, our friend, Laura Loomer, who was kicked off of Twitter some time ago, was allowed back on yesterday. Roger Stone, who was kicked off of Twitter a long time ago, let back on yesterday. So they're starting to do the right thing. It's a gradual process that sometime, sometimes feels like you're getting your teeth pulled. And I get that. But I want to reiterate one more thing. I do like being right. And if I were wrong on this, I would tell you I'm not. It turns out I was completely right about this. But if you think this is boring and it doesn't affect you, when you turn on your news, whether it be local, regional, or national news, that newscast is being affected and swayed and, and produced, basically, by Twitter and by what's trending. Finally, things will start trending on Twitter that are on both sides. This doesn't make it a right-wing website. This makes it a, a fair playing field. Oh, you see Elton John decided he's leaving Twitter? 
No, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. He just can't possibly, because of all the hate speech on Twitter, when Elon Musk literally has the analytics that show hate, hate speech is down by a third since he's taken over. Yet these people who are elite either don't know that or don't care. They're just mad that it's not a left-wing site anymore. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts on this when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Not happy about this. You're not happy about this. But war, inflation, over $30 trillion in debt is happening even as we speak. Looking like 2008 all over again, but even worse. When millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. If you've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, or your savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. Call right now, 855-936-GOLD, 855-936-GOLD. Get a free gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more in free silver to do it. You've got to find out by calling that special number. Gold Co. is the company I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. Don't wait. Don't sit back and see it happen. Call Gold Co. today. That's 855-936-GOLD. 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 Make it happen right now. All right, let me give you a quick soundbite from Corrine Jean-Pierre, who was asked about this whole Twitter thing. And as usual, as expected, she acts like, oh, we had nothing to do with it. What are you talking about? Twitter, uh, Elon Musk uh, this week fired uh, the former FBI general counsel, Jim Baker, who was serving as a top Twitter lawyer. Um, Musk alleges that he may have been involved with uh, countermanding his attempts at transparency. Um, and I was wondering if anyone in the Biden administration was in touch with Baker, either regarding moderation decisions that critics call political censorship or regarding uh, his transparency efforts recently. So it's up to private companies uh, to make these types of decisions. We were not involved. I can say that. We were not involved. What? It's up to private companies to make these kind of decisions. What, how is that an answer to, was the Biden administration in contact with Baker? She doesn't say no. She says we were not involved in the decision Twitter made. You see what she did there? She played a game with the words. She never said whether they were in contact with Baker. They, she said, so? It's a private company. They have the right to make their own decisions. What? I don't think I, I know what that even means, other than probably yes, and I'm not going to talk to you about it. That's probably what it means, to be honest. David, California, let's go. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll put you on hold. David's talking to somebody else. Wes, very quickly, what's going on? Uh, yes, uh, Pags. Real quick here, the corporations of of these of these entities that you're talking about have citizenship, and the Supreme Court has upheld them that they can be damaged and, and and hold people liable for what they say. However, the inverse for what a corporation is responsible for is not necessarily the same as what happens to a citizen. If you steal something from Walmart, Walmart can call the cops and put you in jail. But whenever the the 
these these uh, corporations, which have near super citizen status, as as demonstrated through the courts, they are not held accountable for any sort of uh, of penalty for for constitutional violations that are being described here, and they don't serve any sort of uh, any sort of uh, reciprocity for punishment. Uh, given given what the corporation is. Wes, I got to run. I want you to listen on the radio. I hear what you're saying. The difference is if they did by by order of or by in conjunction with the federal government, squelch people, blacklist people, ghost ban people, delete people's accounts, they're now acting as an arm of the government that changes everything. They can't squelch your First Amendment. Keep it here. Coming back. Joe Pags.